Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. Damn! What they on? All steroids and no carbs? They're the thick-ass kids. This is Prime Time. Not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sakanik with Prime Time on 1080 The Fair. Well, you threw us off there, Buckley. I don't know why you did that. Maybe just to keep us on our toes. I actually don't know why I did either. Uh, full disclosure, I probably did it because I was getting cheeky playing a Deion Sanders drop. I ran through that bull junk you wrote. And then I hit the wrong button to start the break. So uh, I started my update instead of starting the commercial. And so I just uh, flip-flopped the order. I thought it would have sounded okay had you not brought it up. So thanks. Yeah, I don't think it sounded okay. Okay. Well, that's fair. Because we're conditioned. That's true. We're like trained monkeys. Yeah. And we did not get... Like, but you, but you already know how the sausage is made. Not everyone else does. No, I know. But still, I guarantee you, I had to address it because there's people out there going, what the hell was that? <laughs> it worked. Oh, it would have worked. No. I don't think it did. And I yet you let people behind the curtain. You yeah. shouldn't have said Well, anything. he did his update right after know, we broke, and then it was weird, and then you had the thing. In the yeah, bit. it was a thing in a I place. think you're making it weird. Well, I think I think Buck's getting a little little defensive. Yeah, he is. It's like when Joe Fisher got mad at I me for asking my if he went to Fallout Boy. Like when someone gets a little bristly, you know that you hit a nerve. Look, you effed it up. Yeah, look, you had well, a pass ball, Buck. Shake I it raised off and, and I get raised back to my hand better. and said I effed it up, and then and then Isaac's like, "Yeah, you really did. <laughs> it was really bad." <laughs> Maybe we'll revisit it in the club. We'll see what I happens. ran through that bull junk you wrote. It's one of my all time favorites. I, um, I that'll keep that around forever. <laughs> that bull junk. Uh, what was I gonna do? Yeah, we're gonna tell you about them. I, I was just, I, I don't know why, but I thought about him the other day, Coach Prime. You know, sure. I and stopped I thought, watching that Amazon series. I got about through about yeah, three it's episodes. Yeah, it's not that. It's all just promotional. Yeah, I was like, I'm fine. Bull junk. <laughs> I saw that bull junk you were putting out there. So I, I think he's interesting. Me too. Uh, but you know, with all the shine off of him and Colorado ended up sucking, like we kind of lost sight of what's going on in Colorado. Yeah. So I had to go back and look up. I'm like, well, what has he done? You know, the trans, you know, like what 
are they just going to suck again? Like, what is going on at Colorado? So I, I just looked up a, just a quick check-in on Dion at CU. You know he brought in five new offensive linemen? Yeah, he, they completely revamped everything. I think Oregon State, Oregon State got one or two of the old ones, which I don't know if that's a good thing. But So he brought in... So their offensive line... Their team sucked, but their offensive line was extraordinarily bad. Yes. He brought five new offensive linemen in from the transfer portal. All five of them have starting experience. One of them was from Florida International. One is from UTEP. Another from Houston. And then the other two are from Indiana and UConn. See, that's not that doesn't that doesn't mean that you can't have good players from there. But we got to stop with this idea that bringing in a player from another school automatically means he's going to be good. <laughs> well, I don't think anybody's thinking that, but I think what they what I would think if I'm a Colorado fan is thank God it's not the same offensive line. Yes, it's like I'd rather I'd rather roll the dice with these five bros. I have no idea if any of them are any good, but. That is a major overhaul. Like, it's the whole line is different. Yes. And then... But it was a whole new line last year. Yeah. I think there was maybe one guy that stuck around from Colorado, and that line was terrible. And then he got he got a five-star offensive lineman by the name of Jordan Seaton, yeah. who chose Colorado over Alabama and Oregon. Yeah, yeah. And he's, and he's a, got that guy. He's a freshman, but again, you know, freshman, so, you know, freshman five-star kids, I, I, I just... It'll take some time. It'll take some time. Like, there's this idea that in the transfer portal, again, that you can just go out and you can rebuild your offensive line and you can, like, it's it's harder to do than you think. Now, I'll look, like, Oregon's secondary got rebuilt. Like, that, I believe, because the kids they got are, like, NFL guys. Like, they went out and got top prospects. So I, I do think you can do it. Like, when, when USC went out and rebuilt their receiving court, yeah, they went out and got big-time receivers. But when you're just getting a, a smattering of guys around from lower level programs that you hope can gel together, just be careful with the the transfer portal. And and, and my other one that I love is like, well, he he went he's from Georgia, so he has to be good. No, he doesn't. There's a reason why Georgia doesn't want that kid. Wait, who's? Wait, oh, I'm who? just just saying in general. Like someone oh. will be like, oh, he's a transfer from Georgia, and you're like, okay, did he play at Georgia? Uh, the other the there was the receiver from Michigan, and he was a local kid, and I think in two years. He, he, he had, like, one catch at Michigan. And they're like, he went to Michigan. I'm like, yeah, and had one catch. Doesn't mean that he, 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 won't, he can't grow and develop into something, but, my God, like, because you go to Michigan doesn't mean that you can play football. Well, and a lot of those guys are leaving because they can't get opportunities because they aren't good enough to get on the field. That's all I'm saying with the transfer yeah. portal. We, we make way too yeah. much of the transfer portal, and we make way too much of, of where the kid came from. Do yeah, think- I do think, though, fans assume when they hear a blue blood name like a Georgia, they think, well, he must have at least been a great recruit yeah. out of high school. Exactly. So, yes. therefore, there may be untapped potential yeah. there. Yeah, so do you think it's better? Like, okay, let's say I I get a five new offensive linemen, and they're all from smaller schools like that. Like, What was that? What I say, Houston, UConn, FIU, yeah. UConn, yeah. whatever. Would you rather roll the dice with that, or would you rather roll the dice with five cast-offs from major programs? I'd probably roll the dice with five cast-off. I mean, just because the, I mean, you you can certainly find like it, it, if you found the kid at, at, at FAU that was balling and he was a late bloomer. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's such a hard question because. Just because you went to FAU doesn't mean that you can't be good. But if you're going raw measurables, yes, the kid that went to Georgia or Michigan probably has more physical talent than someone that ended up at FAU. But you you are seeing more and more where those kids that that used to stay irrelevant or just unnoticed at those smaller programs, they're not anymore. 
when you play yeah. when you play there and you're good, you're gone. You're going. You're going. Yeah. So that and that gives you hope that these guys. So t- now I'm gonna I'm gonna flip flop on this and 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 probably say you know my my first instinct was to say just give me the the raw talent, give me the kid that coming out of high school that Georgia wanted. But in this context, I I do think there's something to the maybe mining the the, the kid that actually played that actually was was growing and developing and just was a late bloomer and and doesn't want to be at FAU or UConn anymore because those those kids do exist. I mean shoot, you're seeing the Alabamas of the world go through and you know and and I guess it's not at that same level but you know the, I remember the one year Alabama took like Louisville's best player, Georgia Tech's best player, like like South Carolina State they they went and like plucked like like five kids from 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 smaller schools and they got their best player and they're like, "Hey, come play at Alabama." So yeah, that's, so you can't. It can work. Then. Yeah, it, it can. So Colorado. It's just the idea of, of forming. I don't believe. I think O line is a little different, and yeah, that because they have to gel. I think you got to gel. I. I I'm, but they I'm, all have starting experience. They all have starting experience. I just think that to me, if you're building a good program, and you told me one position that I wouldn't want to lean heavily into the portal, it would be along the offensive line. Yeah. I think there's something to to getting a good old line coach, getting high school players that fit my system and letting those kids grow and develop. Like the best example of that was I thought last year Oregon State's offensive line was one of the, well it, it did. It was one of the best offensive lines in the country. I think <clears> Washington's <throat> won the, uh, the 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 Joe Moore award, but Oregon State's offensive line was really really good. And those weren't all, you know, five-star kids. But it was a collection of guys that grew and developed. And there's some NFL guys on there, including arguably the best right tackle in this draft. Like, I, I just think there's something to that. And when you look through the LSUs and the Bamas, they're always looking at, at transfer quarterbacks, receivers. But the O-line tends to be a little bit more of homegrown. And and I, I don't love that Dion is going down this idea of every year I'll just bring in five new offensive linemen. Just it's, well, they kind of had to, though. They kind of had to, but it's it's just not a recipe, I think, for long term success. You've got to get the youngster like this five star well, kid. Well, they've got him. Yeah. So, that, so that, you know, I would imagine that it's it's patchwork right now. Yeah. Because it was so bad, but you also have this Seton kid that you can build around. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, uh, bring in a couple of other young ones and get a couple of those transfers to pop, and all of a sudden, maybe towards the end of the season, you got a little something cooking. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. And we'll see. I mean, they—I just said they—they they can get skilled position guys. I mean, the easiest thing in in college football is to find skill guys. There's like because you don't need the the biggest guys. You can find there's receivers and running backs, and you can find dual threat quarterbacks. But the difference between the SEC and the big uglies uh, in the Big Ten are, is is along the lines. I mean, when when Oregon was rolling, and remember when when Chip was getting beat up by LSU, that's what he said. He goes, "Dude, I'd love to find." Because someone asked Chip, he's like, "Do you find the do you like the small fast guys?" And he goes, "No, I want to find the big fast guys, but they all go to LSU. I want those guys." And and there's just there's just not enough of those to go around. And and even when like the the Boise States of the world are good, or when you go play a, a good team that's that's a, a Mountain West team or whatever, usually the difference in those games isn't necessarily the 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 five star running back or the quarterback. The difference is usually up front. That you can just lean on your guys, run the ball, be more physical, and then the defensive line kind of overwhelms people. All right, up next we'll wrap up our college football Friday grab bag with Caleb Williams NIL money and um, Max Olson, a college football writer, had quite a scenario. So we're getting a fourteen-team playoff in twenty twenty-six, most likely. Okay, yes. fourteen. It's supposed to go to twelve, but then they're going to change it to fourteen. Okay, so well, I'll tell you. That could be disastrous. Yes. 
And I'll tell you an example that Max Olson brought up uh, that would have happened mm. in 2019. Intriguing. Had we had this format. Uh, we'll get to that next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is Ryan Cooley alive? Yeah, I saw him today. Oh, really? Well, tell him to sell something. I thought this might have something to do with you sending Kurt Ludwig to rehab. His breaks are too short. That's possible. This may be your fault. Yeah, maybe it is. You know, he Although was, I just saw him out there. He was selling. We had a mountain of blow in front of him. <laughs> That's a good point. Get hey, that man some blow. Keeps you up. Keeps you motivated. Yeah, keep these brakes full. Keep you spirited. Don't even have time to tinkle. <laughs> Got to hustle. Got to move. Got to pull a Rick Riz. All right, In the News is uh, coming up next. Oh, hey, big uh, big the, In the News Seggy. <laughs> what, a story in the you know, yeah. Okay. In and Out Burger, you know that? Yeah, not a huge fan, but it's coming to Washington. Oh my God! Yep. Panic in the streets. First ever In and Out at Wa- in Washington. I'll tell you where. I'm gonna be driving to Olympia to get a very average cheeseburger. No, I just go to Salem or Kaiser, right? Kaiser. Is that where the In and Out is? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Kaiser's right by the ballpark. Yeah, I've never been down, but you know. Um. Yeah, that Washington's getting one. And we'll tell you where they put it. Okay. I remember my they got a golden. Or where they're cor- gonna put it? My dad once drove like forty five to an hour to go to a golden corral. Hell yeah. <laughs> my dad loved for whatever reason he loved the golden corral. And they they put one up north. I forget where. <laughs> my, we like went somewhere and my like we just started driving like in the wrong direction. Like where are we going? He didn't say anything, and then we just pulled into the golden corral. And one Robert Newell Brown couldn't have been any happier. 
So 14-team playoff, 2026. Get ready for it. Big Ten and SEC are already pushing for it. Yeah, the next two years, it's it's set. It's going to be 12. Set and then, at 12. We, we That's all agreed upon. But then the new contract yeah. kicks in, in in 2026. Yeah, and I'm not really sure why they're not just going straight to 16, because that would mean more schools for the Big Ten and SEC. But yeah. I don't know why. They're, it's so For some reason, they only want to do 14. I don't know. You have any answers for that? or? I, unless this ESPN's not willing to pay for more programming, and so the pie split more ways would be the only thing I can think of. Why wouldn't you want more inventory? Yeah, though? why wouldn't? Because it's already seven billion dollars that they're ponying up for it. I mean, who knows? I, yeah, I, I, I just know. feel like the money you can make back on a playoff. I mean, you start scrapping bowl games and stuff. I I, I don't know. It's just but supposedly ESPN's getting uh, annoyed, and they're telling them to figure it out because ESPN has agreed to the money, but they need the actual format. Yeah, like, what's the plan here, guys? What's the plan? And so the, yeah. supposedly for the last like two weeks. The SEC and the Big Ten are rattling cages saying, dude, get on board with what the hell we want or we'll just leave. And ESPN's like, hey, figure it out or we'll pull the offer. So, you know, no one wants to do either one of those things, but there's some pressure being applied. Yeah, if, okay, what does that look like? If the Big Ten and the SEC leave? They just do their own playoff. And if they wanted to really hamstring people, they would say, we're not playing any of your teams during the regular season. And they would sign a deal with ESPN, and it wouldn't be for $7 billion, but it would be probably for 6 I mean, I think 21 it's either because if, if they were to do this, Florida State buys its way, probably Clemson out of the ACC. Uh, Notre Dame would join the Big Ten. Um, two or three more schools would, 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 would defect. Essentially, you could have 21 to 22 of the top 25 that would be Big Ten and SEC going into this season. So when people say, screw the Big Ten, you know, let them leave, no. They could leave, and they would form their own de facto college football championship. And, I mean, it wouldn't have as much interest as the current one does, but it would do monster numbers. It would dwarf anything else, and ESPN would love to get on board with it. So they do have leverage. ESPN's leverage, I guess, in theory, has power because you could have NBC or whoever join in this, but is anyone willing to pony up $7 billion? So there's real leverage for both of those sides, but no one wants to go to those DEFCON 1 sort of situations where you you, you do the nuke option, but they're there, which is why no one really has a whole lot of pushback against either one because in order to have pushback, you have to be willing to, to have some sort of bargaining chip, and there's really not one yeah, for these other places. I just don't think... I get it. They have all the leverage, the Big Ten and the SEC, but they don't want to do that. No, they don't. They don't, wanna, they don't which want to is, which split is why, out on their own. Which is why they're negotiating right now at the table. Yeah. But they're going to get the majority of what they want. I mean, the most ridiculous one that they're asking for, and I hope there's some pushback on it, is the automatic buys. for the, So under the 14-team <laughs> model, and this is probably why it doesn't go to 16, under the 16 model, they wanted three automatic qualifiers. And under the current model, they'd get two each, each, and and they would get buys, like. But sixteen teams would have no buys. Yeah, because yeah. you know it's an even number of teams to the point where it's just eight well, on each side that, of the bracket, so there would be no buys. And that may be why they don't want. Maybe it. That's like, probably why. Like no, we want buys. So I mean, this idea that you could have, uh, a, I'm just trying to think. Utah, Utah, go undefeated, and be twelve and zero. King of the the Big Twelve, thirteen Oaks. They they'd still have the Big Twelve championship game, and they wouldn't get a buy in a ten and three Oregon or UW who finishes second in the Big Ten would get a buy. I mean that's kind of that's kind of asinine. Yeah, I think that I can deal with buy controversy mm-hmm. 
because at least the team that doesn't get the bye is in the tournament. Yeah. The thing that I think is going to suck is this situation like Max Olson brought up. He's a college football writer. I don't know who he writes for now, but he's, he's out there with his content, and he said that in 2019, if you took the 14-team playoff format that they're talking about, mm -hmm. which is three Big Ten automatic berths, three SEC automatic berths, two for the ACC and two for the Big 12, and then the one group of five. Yeah. He said that number 24, Virginia, who lost in the ACC title game 62-17, to 17, <laughs> would have gotten the second automatic bid in the ACC. for the ACC, and they would have gotten into the 14-team tournament over yeah. Alabama, Michigan, and Notre Dame. <laughs> it's... So, dude, that that is going to happen. It's going to happen because you've got the, the. So, just think of it. All you have to have is a down year in the Big Twelve or the ACC. Mm -hmm. If you have a down year in the Big Twelve or the ACC, the second best team in that league Goes. is probably fifteen yeah. to twenty five yeah. in the rankings. Yeah, probably. Well, if they go, which they will, because they they're saying that two automatic bids from each of those leagues. Tell me how many teams in the Big Ten and the SEC are better than that team that would not be in the top three of the Big Ten and the SEC. Yeah, I, I understand that that sucks, and then you're going with you go with quantity over quality. I've, I've heard that argument, but at the same time, I'm going to have a hard time feeling bad for the fourth and fifth place team in the SEC. And well, the they Big could still Ten. get an at large. You I mean, yeah, there would still be three, three at larges. Yeah, exactly. But, so. I but come know. on, there's going to be a situation. A there's going to be where bad a really good in. team does not make the 14 team playoff, yes. and there are two teams in there that we're looking at going, "What the yes. hell are they doing in there?" Yeah, I, I know, and it's going to be stupid, and we'll yell about it. But what do I always say? Uh, perfect is the greatest enemy of better, and this is better. Is it perfect? No, but I, I don't know how you get perfect. I mean the the automatic bids I think are stupid in I general. Agree. I don't know why we just can't have. I the think best that's teams. where they're screwing it up. But and, and 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 the only reason we have this is because the Big Ten and the SEC are going to demand it, and everyone else is going to yeah. have to capitulate to it. And it's just the it way sucks. it is. But the way if if it if everybody weren't just looking out for themselves, and you and everybody got to the table and was just like, let's just clean slate, do this the best way we can. It would be better. You're going 16 teams, top 16 in the rankings. Yes. Period. Well, and maybe, maybe... The, the, the champions. Yeah. Like you, you win conference your conference. Champions conference champions are automatically in. Yeah, you'd have... You'd have or your, you get higher seating if you won your league. Yeah, there has to be some incentive to win your conference title, and then after that, yes. It it's should not just, hard. It should just go by who's the best, but you're not going to have it, and the only way that anyone is going to be allowed to play in the reindeer games is by giving the Big Ten and the SEC yeah. what they want. Like... They they are the bullies. They control it. They're the money power players. And think about this though: if if Florida State, Clemson, and Florida State, Clemson, uh, Notre Dame, Miami, if they all break away and end up in the SEC and in the the Big Ten, as most people think will will happen, outside of of the SEC and the Big Ten. Who are the two or three biggest voices in college football? I mean, what? I Notre mean, Dame? No, Notre Dame will be in the Big Ten, guaranteed. Oregon State, Kansas. Can you make an argument that it's it's like Oklahoma State and Utah? Could you make an argument that it's North Carolina? North Carolina, Miami. 
Yeah, and though they probably end up in the SEC. I mean, BYU. You see what I mean? It's like when when if this if if the ACC crumbles and and Florida State buys their way out and it leads to two or three other schools buying out and Notre Dame falls in line, there is not a single significant player, not a single one, that is going to be able to to stand up and say that we have clout. We want our voices heard. Not a single one. I mean, collectively, the like your king of the dip is you can all get together and collectively raise a voice and 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 maybe have a, a spot at the table in, in the SEC and in, in, in the Big Ten saying, Yeah, you know, we'll give you an at-large berth and here's a couple and shut up and you know, you know, be happy and go away. I mean, they're giving the ACC two and, and the big the Big Twelve two. I mean, honestly, if the Big Ten and the SEC wanted to, they could say Damn it! I'm taking four, and we're giving you each one. Suck it! And the, like again, who's the voice to stand up? There just really isn't. So, what do you think happens to Army Navy? That's the next thing that yeah. they're saying is that Army Navy has a deal with ESPN. Um, to it's a standalone event. Yeah, huge game. Yep. I hope it stays. Then they're going to move it, or they're going to ha- well, they're going to have to play tournament games on that. Yeah, on that day. Yeah. And and that's fine. I, I think you can play tournament games. Uh, you know, the Army Navy game is played in the afternoon. Um, you know, it's it's it's. I, I just I hope that is the one. I, I hope everyone realizes that that is a significant event, and it's bigger than just college football, and it's not about any sort of playoff because neither one of those schools has anything to do with a college football playoff. I just I hope that that doesn't end up being a. a a, a castaway, and and I think it's too big of a deal to the country, and it's too big a deal to the uh, the supporters of that. Having been to that thing, that is a unique, special thing, and maybe you can find a way to move it to it again, its own you know kind of little avenue or its own little time slot. I just don't think that anyone wants to. No one wants to pee in the the, the Cheerios of the, the of the military academies. I mean, that's you want to talk about like like really causing some controversy and pissing people off, you know. Go after high school football in the South and go after our military. Well, that's that's not going to sit well. So I said ESPN. They, the contract obviously was with CBS. Yeah, and it, and so the um, Navy athletic director, his name is Chet Gladchuck. Wow, great name, Chet. Oh, that's awesome. Hell yeah! By the way, go Navy, beat Army. He said moving the game is a non-starter. Okay. He said there is still some uncertainty with all of that right now, but our hope is that they will be respectful to the fact that this is America's game. It's special nationally and special to our troops all over the world. There's a respect about it, and uh, it has been appreciated to date. Our associates have left that weekend alone. Mm. So he's saying, we are not moving. Okay. And he said corporate sponsors, host city, military itself, everybody, you know, with that contract, it's pretty ironclad. Okay. So it'll just get maybe overshadowed. <laughs> I mean, well, it will. It I mean, will. if other football games are on that weekend, it's normally yeah. its own. Because they used to play it on conference championship weekend, mm-hmm. and then they moved it a week later, and it's by itself. And it's great because it's the only football game we get. Yeah. And so I just think that it's awesome. more people tune into it. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it sells out. It's just, it's such a cool, unique event. It's the best thing I've ever they been had to. seven million viewers. Yeah. Um yeah, for, for last a, year for a meaningless football game. Yeah, seven million. It made it made it the twenty first most watched game of the season for two teams that are never even five hundred for the most part. Yeah, and it's it's like always like thirteen to six. Yes, 
Yes, and I, I'll, I, I watch it every year, and it's just, it's, it's truly a special game. So that's something to keep an eye on. What yeah. they'll do with that. And, and by the way, Vancouver Four text line: If the SEC and the Big Ten go off on their own, good riddance. Monopolizing anything never works. Good luck screwing over an overwhelming majority of Americans. So you, you mean monopolies like Google and Luxottica and InBev and Facebook and AT and T? Those don't work out. No, don't. What in what world do monopolies not work out? <laughs> I just. Are you familiar with corporate America? Shut up. It's like, hey, shut up. It's the reason why they have laws that try to break those things up because monopolies actually work really, really well. When you control everything that someone wants, that is, I'd, I'd like that. Well, they already control everything. <laughs> exactly. Big Ten SEC. Exactly. But breaking off on their own is, yeah. Just, I don't know, that would be kind of, it would be kind of detrimental to them in a way. I don't think they want to, but I also don't think that they're terrified to do it. Well, they certainly have the leverage to do it, but again, I just they know that a system with everyone involved is, is better for is them. Better, yes, they know that. Yes, which so is why it, they'll they'll come to the table, they'll 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 work it out. It's the only reason they're giving any sort of concessions to anybody. Yeah. All right, uh, there's your college football Friday grab bag, and oh by the way, Caleb Williams they say made ten million dollars in NAL money. Hey, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, he's got a Lambo. Boy, that you know it makes you think about because we opened the show we're talking about USC the last major thing the NCAA ever did was mm-hmm. punish USC. That was for like $200,000. Yeah, Bush was a couple hundred Gs. Caleb Williams got $10 million. <laughs> you know Reggie Bush is just pissed. And he still doesn't even have his Heisman. Nope. And Reggie was a bigger deal. No offense to Caleb Williams. Reggie Bush was a bigger deal than Caleb Williams. Was. Way bigger. And did they have to keep, did they have to give, did they keep the house? Who uh, got the house? Uh, was there a house involved? Yeah, his parents got a house, but I don't think he bought it for him. I think they were just allowed to stay there. So hey Buck, you got uh tight sports pants with Evan Williams broad jump? Ten six, baby. What do you think? More like six to midnight. It moved a little for <laughs> there oh was my a, God. There was a wiggle. <laughs> moved a little for Well, I mean it's hard I for was... me after watching all the D linemen work out. No offense, but it's just it's hard for me to be impressed by what the DBs are doing. I was surprised Why? that Sue could say uh, stay on the topic of Army Navy when we had the Kool Aid McKinstry Kool Aid test going on the combine. Did you see that happening? Oh, is that what they were doing? Yeah, Kool Aid McKinstry was taste testing four different kinds of Kool Aid and giving his Kool Aid reviews because that's how riveting is this event is. That's still a thing, Kool Aid. It is, and then they flashed a graphic with his bio comp- compared to the Kool Aid Man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, up next, uh, In and Out is coming to Washington. We'll tell you where they're putting it. Uh, here's Buck with Sports. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, please have you on. Hot by the five, 20 minutes away. Joey Harrington next hour, Club 1080, the whole thing. Uh, right now it is March 1st, 2024. It is time for you the news. I am your noted newsman. Hello. I'm busy and eating almond roca. Sorry. Thank you. There's still so much I of that. I can't not eat it. It's officially <laughs> like crack. Well, they're great. If you had a pile of crack cocaine back there, it's the same. You just walk by, you're like, I'll just smoke they're a little great, crack. But there is a never ending supply. Like, I'm just amazed at how much quantity of almond roca there is. I think I'm incapable of walking by the pile of almond roca and not grabbing it. And one. the pile never dwindles. No. There's always more, not it's less. It's a never ending. It's a, you said, it's a Willy Wonka sort of thing. Yeah, where the everlasting just, gobstopper, everlasting roca. More just shows up. You know, quite frankly, I find it delightful because they're small enough that you can justify them. You oh, know, yeah. It's like, they're just tiny. Oh, I'll just have one little, you know. I've had two already today. Yeah. And I'm fighting off the third. <laughs> right? There's like a line where you start feeling bad. Because if it was like a foot-long almond roca, you wouldn't eat it. You're like, that's ridiculous. That's absurd. I'm going to have six of those little guys. But Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll eat three feet of them when they're in small size. It's why the little candy bar is way more dangerous. Like, I'll never sit down and eat a full, like a king-size Snickers, but a fun size. Oh, oh. We just nibble on those for a while. Today is Employee Appreciation Day. Uh, yes, I received 30 Odyssey bucks today. Yeah, someone, we gotta... someone appreciated me. Well, it wasn't just you. It was all of us. <laughs> oh, you got them too, huh? Well, yeah. Well, now I feel less appreciated. I thought I was special. Well, we got an email from our big... Head cheese guy. I was Philly. wondering what the street value of that thirty Odyssey bucks is. And he said he appreciates us, so I believe him. Do we know what we can do with those Odyssey bucks? Redeem them for hugs. No, that's probably against HR. I don't know. Look, I'm just saying, mine might be for sale for anyone out there. Again, I don't know, Buck, what the street value is, but do you now have thirty, or do you have more, like me? Oh, you have more, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I've been Odyssey. awarded Odyssey Bucks before. Have you really? For being awesome and handsome. Mm. I don't know if I ever have. How do and you well find, hung. How do you find out? Well, of course. How do you find out how many Odyssey Bucks you have? I don't know. I don't know. As far as I know, this is my only Odyssey Bucks. But I like that it's like a like back in the day, like a railroad bond. Like, what? <laughs> I can go buy something at the railroad Who store? Who do you think has the most Odyssey Bucks at the fan? Probably Swigard, huh? Yeah, he's the biggest kiss ass here, right? I guarantee you he pl- he makes plays for Odyssey Bucks. <laughs> it's his retirement. He's like, yeah. It's like some sort of weird Chuck E. Cheese Big Al sort of thing. He's got his eye like on a PlayStation. An Odyssey station. His eye on a PlayStation 2 that he's looking to pick up. All he needs is 9,000 more Odyssey Bucks. It's also National Daggum That's Good Day. Mm. Daggum it. You know what? Daggum Daggum it. That almond roca is delightful. Now, is daggum, is that just so that 
religious people don't they don't want to say GD. I, I so, so they can say GD and get away with it. If you hang around the Mormons, you get a lot of a lot of Well, you get like the the you get those, and you get the gosh frick darn. and the frack and the gosh darn it, and they've got flipping. So they want to cuss. They just this is why I can't. never understood. I took a lot of flack. Uh, even during my, my my church days from a mouth. And I get it. I got a potty mouth. But I never understood why someone's saying frick when I know what you want to say. And I just say what you want to say. Why is that any worse? I've never understood that. I know what Wait, you're saying. Why is it worse to well, say the actual word? Yeah, I'd be in a group of people and they'd be like, man, th- that really, you know. That really fricks me off. Yeah, whatever. Like, hey, hey, man, yeah, frick frick you. And I'd be like, what? (laughs) And I would just say, or how about this? And then I would be like, F you. And then they- Oh, just saying F. Well, I would say the whole thing. You can't say it on the air. (gasps) I have a horrible mouth. It's it's terrible. It's so bad. But I would get a lot of crap for that. And then I'd get called in by someone in a position of authority, and they would talk to me about my language. And, of course, in front of the children and the olds. And I just was like, Really? Like, you can't handle a four-letter. I just never understood it. It made no sense to me. Because if you say the 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 slang word, the frick or the, uh, you know, shoot, we all know what you're trying to... Our mind instantly goes there. I know what you're saying. Louis C.K. had a whole bit about uh, racial slur in that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, He's like, when you, when you say that word, you're just making me think the slur that you're not actually willing to say. Amen. Yep. Exactly. If you say something, if you say a racial slur, but it's just a softer version of it, and you say that, like if, if I went up to a, a, a black person. Are you referring to that slur? Yes. And I said something that was very close to the N-word, but it wasn't. There was a, a letter or two change on it. You think that guy's going to be like, all right, man, cool. No, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, it's ridiculous. Swear words are the dumbest thing out there. That somehow we've we've come up with some arbitrary thing that this is, you know, this is the end all the be all. That and some other reasons are why why I'm not welcome back anymore. <laughs> Clark County residents are craving a cheeseburger animal style. Wait. We are? Well, I read that wrong. <laughs> uh, Clark County residents craving a cheeseburger animal style are in luck. Damn right. California fast food chain in and out has submitted an application for a location... In? Well, Clark County, you just said it, so. I know, but where? <laughs> Clark County's big. Not really. Uh, I don't know. Ridgefield. Oh! Ridgefield. That's, that's too far away. Getting in and out. Too far I thought you just said Clark County wasn't that big. No, that's too far. That's the outer, that's the outer uh, limits of Clark County. I'm out. The restaurant would be the first in and out in Washington, according to planning documents submitted to the city of Ridgefield. The company plans to build near... The under-construction Ridgefield Costco at Union Ridge Town Center on Pioneer Street, just west of I-5. I don't, there's All a Costco right. out there? They're building it. Huh. Yeah, I'm not familiar with uh, with that one. But residents of LeCenter, Ridgefield, maybe Salmon Creek, right up your alley. Uh, I will not drive to Kaiser for an animal style, nor will I drive to Ridgefield for an animal style. But if you want to go to Ridgefield, go to that, uh, there's a fish mart. Right off I-5, it's going to be right over there. I'm telling you, that fish mart there, dynamite in Ridgefield. It's like they call the Pacific Fish Company or whatever. Go there. Clam chowder to die for and delightful shrimp. Or go there and get an animal style. I don't know. Whatever you're... Imagine the line. The idea that someone stands in line for In-N-Out blows me away. 
Well, they really don't stand in line. They sit in line because it's it's usually through but the But when they first through. open, it's for like hours at a time. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll wait four hours for my double-double. No, no. I'll wait four months well, to wait five minutes for my double-double. My wife and I ate there once just to see what all the fuss was about. Yeah. And it was, I'm with you, it's overrated. Whatever. Uh, wouldn't go back or, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just fast food burger. It's nothing special. Yeah. Uh, but we, we obviously the one in Kaiser, yeah. we were driving back from central oregon and we we're like oh let's stop it in and out and then we saw the line and we were like oh let's not stop it in and out but somebody gave us the tip to just go inside yeah so you saw you see the line of cars and there's it's just like eight miles long there's no way you're going to sit through that but literally the parking lot is empty we parked we parked right in the parking <laughs> Five lot minutes later. walked right in and and got a burger yeah i've actually done that a time or two when the drive through is super long because no one yeah no one wants to get out of the car because we're fat and lazy but we went. I took my kids down to San Francisco years ago for the first time, and they had never seen an In and Out. And they have one there. What is the pier? What's the big pier, Buck? Like Pier Thirty Nine. Pier Thirty Nine. And there's one right there. And my kids were like, we, "Well, we want to try In and Out. We're down here." We waited in that stupid line because that's not a drive-through. You have, it's, it's yeah. They, they don't have that option. They don't have that option. We waited in that damn line for probably forty-five minutes. Yeah. And I'm telling you, when they got the the look on all my kids' faces, were like, "Serious? This I'm like, is it?" I was like, I'm getting a fast food smash burger. I'm like, it was I tried, kind of the first of its kind, maybe, but I'm like I try to tell you guys, and they were like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> lesson I, lesson to be learned." I feel that way with like regional cuisine almost everywhere. Though, like you go to Texas, and people are like, "Oh, you got to try Whataburger. burger," yeah, and then you get it. It's a burger on toast. It's not like you guys ever been to Hardee's? <laughs> uh, isn't Hardee's uh, and Carl's Jr. under the same umbrella? Same umbrella. I'm more they of are. a Checkers or Rallies guy. Hardee's is a Midwest Carl's Jr. Yeah, same everything. Checkers and rallies, I miss. Like that's a southern thing too. It's delightful. And and instead of in and out, can we get a bag of dicks down here, please? <gasps> oh God. What? That was terrifying. No, I need I need a dicks. Uh, you woke deluxe. me up. That was like a that was like a line of blow. <laughs> By the way, <gasps> Bird Denier is running his forty right now. What? Oh, Bird Denier. Bird. Is, is this Tip Ryman? Tip Ryman. <laughs> Bird Denier. <laughs> it's a big dude, and I'm not going to tell him that birds are real. But no, the, my favorite of those, uh, whatever, the regional, whatever, I like uh, the Dick's driving up in Seattle. It's really good. Yeah, you give me a bag of Dick's, yeah, now we're now we're talking. A couple, couple Dick's Deluxes. Very good friends of mine at their wedding reception, they had someone go out and get just like two or three hundred Dick's burgers <laughs> and bring them back to the, the dance floor. It's a staple anytime I go up north. But again, should you wait in line for an hour for that? No. No, you shouldn't. To Vancouver text line, Dix is awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, Oregon takes a massive step towards recriminalizing drug use. All right. That story is next on The Fan. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Seeing a clip here. They used to play old man baseball. He used to play in the men's leagues. Semi pro, thank yeah, you. Semi pro. I think this is down in Texas. <laughs> Someone showed up to their men's league game and Jason Worth was playing for the other team. <sighs> and he just hit one eight million. <laughs> like the first pitch is nowhere near the plate. The second one, he just 
annihilated. Like, he just disappears into the night. Uh, Jason Worth, former Major League Baseball player. Yeah, still has the same hair, the beard, everything. Looking like a werewolf as always. And apparently he is in some men's league down south somewhere and is just raking, <laughs> which I actually think is pretty awesome. If you're Jason Worth, that has to be a lot of I'd fun. I'd want to pitch to him. Would you? Yeah. I'd be scared of the comeback. No, thank you. Fun. I'd like to play center field for that. I think someone's got the, the nerve to... Do you buzz him? I buzz him. <laughs> you, get, you think he's grounding gra- the plate a little That's bit? Right. Disrespecting you with that kind of like 400-foot bomb? Yeah, you got to brush him back. Back it off, bitch. <laughs> Come with my outside hanging curveball. <laughs> like what? That you can just golf right over the right field wall. And, and by the way... your ass, you little bitch. And the, the person throwing him is wow. throwing curveballs. Well, yeah, he doesn't have a fastball. Dude, <laughs> listen, I played enough semi-pro uh, baseball to know this. Any good hitter, do not throw them a fastball. Why? You don't have one. That's like a flat, like, you might as well tee it up for him. So you're just throwing curveballs to Jason Well, yes. Ward. You're going to throw him a fastball? You think? What do you think? You're going to get it by him? I, I want nothing more than to show up at someone's men league and just have Adam Dunn's just out there rolling out. What's up, guys? Yeah, well, guess what Adam Dunn's getting? Forget about forget about the heater. Give him the curveball, Robber. The most junk I have, he's getting it. It's my only chance. Oh, I, well, I mean, love not it. that I have a chance, but like, just imagine him looking at your fastball, like just straight down the like, dude. I'm just gonna blow it by him. It doesn't even matter. I'm just gonna blow it right by it. Yeah, at least give it a yeah. little bit of movement yeah. because otherwise, okay, dude, what is yeah. this? Wait, you that's seventy five. You haven't seen my heat. You are maxing out at seventy nine <laughs> miles per hour. That's, a, that's like a curveball in in his world. It's barely BP Except it doesn't speed. even move. He's like, really? <laughs> At least try. Is baseball the worst men's league for, to, to play against a professional? Probably, like, but that, imagine if you did like a like a rec basketball league and you're getting like yammed on by like Dwight Howard or LeBron or somebody yeah, I think like they're that. They're all. I mean, they're all <laughs> going to be true. bad. Yeah, because because worst forty four. So imagine like forty four year old Dwight Howard showing up down at the the twenty four hour fitness in Tulatin. It's up, boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, here to, I'm, I'm, here, I'm here to play some ball. You're like oh, Kevin Willis, who's like sixty three, is out there in his elbow pads. Just give me, give me, throwing a bow there. He's rebounding, boxing you out. Every time I look up at the combine, there's a white guy running. Yeah, and then I realize it's all tight ends. They're all white. Although the uh, the Washington tight end uh, is it Culp? The, the he ran four four seven. Yes, but is he white? No, he's black guy. That's uh, leading all tight ends right now, apparently. <laughs> Culp. All right. Yeah, and the battle of the the racial team that uh, everyone was put together like Will Compton. We did the the whites did dominate the tight end position. Yeah, we always do. <laughs> That's all we got. Take that. That's all we got. A bill that would make possession of small amounts of drugs a crime in Oregon for the first time in three years is now one vote from reaching the desk of Governor Tina Kotek. All right. On Thursday, the House voted overwhelmingly to pass House Bill 4002, despite many lawmakers voicing concerns that the proposal goes too far or not far enough. So we're getting close to (laughs) recriminalizing drugs. Fixing what we had in the first place. Drug I possession. Look, and I'll admit, this was I was all for. I was like, oh God, let's just make drugs legal. Turned out it was a terrible idea. And at least we can admit when we were wrong. <laughs> bad idea, everybody. Let's go back to well, making it a bad thing and getting some people some help. I actually don't think it's a bad idea. It's worked in other places. We just apparently from I was talking to a bunch of cops about this. A bunch. My cop friend. Yeah. And he was talking about how there was just we implemented it so poorly. Yeah. There was no there's enforcement no, yeah. of so 
It were like it, the idea was people are going to take this and go, "Well, see, that idea is terrible." Well, it's not. It works in other places. We just, we just could not implement it worth an S. Yeah. And by the way, if we don't implement the the new rules, it'll still be exactly. cr- anything you do. We actually have to have some teeth behind. But it would be nice to not have people smoking crack and heroin and fentanyl just in the streets openly. Pioneer Courthouse Square. That'd be nice. That'd just be nice. Easy for you to see. I always kind of like that Hamsterdam idea from uh, the show The Wire, where they're like, "Yeah, just put it specifically in one area, let it let it be, but only in one like four to four block, four by four block radius." Give the Delta Park. That thing's gone anyways, right? <laughs> yes, sure, something like that. Just decide that one area for it's okay. Or, you can do it. You just need to do it over there. Or guys, follow me, cruise ship, <laughs> bum voyage. Anyone? Willametta. Just saying. There's your in the news, guys. I'm gonna go to that lake. March one. <laughs> Yeah, 2024. Go to, the, go to that lake, man. We'll be back with another in the news on March 4th. But not before. Oh, yeah. I was right? like, wait. Oh, Two, right, three, yeah. four. Yeah, wait. <laughs> yeah, fourth. <laughs> Believe me, I was doing the same thing. I, like, you do that, like, you're counting on your fingers and in your head, you're like, wait, seven, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah, four. Yeah, four. Uh, all right. Well, the Hot 5 5 is coming up next. A lot of hot sports news. And then Joey Harrington next hour as well. It is 457 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 